1: Um, So if you're the Cincinnati Bengals and you lose Dan Pitcher, when you think about offensive coordinator possibilities from the outside or just internal, what are you thinking for them?
0: Yeah. um, I was trying to check. Dan Pitcher didn't actually have an interview with the Patriots, right? That was just rumor type of.
1: Um, The Patriots connection was with uh, Brown, um, the front office member who. Oh,
0: okay. Gotcha. I thought I saw something that they were interested in him and Zach Robinson or something like that, but I, I don't know. Uh, no official interview, then we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there. you kind of hit it with the Troy Walters talk. There is the disaster scenario where both of them leave. Um, if I'm pitcher, I guess that Saints job is a play calling job. How much do you value that? To me, I personally – I would think Joe Burrow and this offense is probably going to be a head coach factory, right? So even if I'm not calling plays, I see how many interviews Brian's getting. I see the amount of love that he's getting. On the other hand, Brian could come back. Brian could not get one of these jobs. I think that is something that we are not talking enough about. Like we're talking as if he's gone, he might interview for these and not get these jobs. Even if he's getting second interviews and he's doing a good job interviewing, this feels like a crazy coach cycle. Just so many guys. Like, I feel like Bobby Slowick would be the number one guy some years. And he feels like an afterthought in this class, which is crazy. I think
1: he gets hired.
0: Okay, but still. (laughs) Like, he would be the number one guy some years. Instead, he's, like, fighting for the same jobs as Callahan, like these Panthers-Titans jobs of, like, that's not a great job, but I want to go be a head coach. Um yeah, with Pitcher, if it was me, I'd probably stay. I don't know how much the play calling helps. It's a gamble that Brian Callahan is going to get a job and you get promoted. It's a gamble that can pay off. You could look at what just happened with Gerard Mayo, who stuck around the Patriots and basically had in his contract, hey, I'm the next guy up, and that's okay. So they were able to just make him the next guy up when Bill left, and they that worked out for him. It doesn't always work that way, but that's just – in my when I'm thinking like that seems like the goal here for pitcher. Cause he's just such a clear mm-hmm. elevation. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I do think Walters is interesting. He'd be a very interesting promotion to OC. Do you think that they would roll Walters or do you think they go outside? I know you're starting to touch on that a little bit, but I've gotten that question before and I, I feel like there's such an internal promotion organization, but maybe they also want a quarterback guy as their offensive coordinator.
1: They really, 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 really value Trey Walters. And there's a lot. I mean, just an, as a football IQ member of this offensive staff is absolutely huge. I've said it before. When you inherit guys like Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, I know it's really easy to say, oh, well, look who he has there's still a lot that Troy Walters does with that wide receiver group and this offense overall. You can look at Yoshi's rookie year. Look, I think the reps that he was able to have, he capitalized on and was absolutely huge. I know Charlie Jones, it's still a question mark. He did deal with an injury. Most of his rookie year. So we'll see what that looks like in year two. I think he is huge. For this offensive staff. And while I I, I think it would be great if Brian if Callahan gets a head coaching job, not because I don't want Brian Callahan back, I really do appreciate what he does as an offensive coordinator with just Joe Burrow and this offense as a whole. I, I think Dan Pitcher would be great. He obviously had interest last year from the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bengals brought him back, gave him an extension. Um, You know, who knows what the language is in that conversation. If Brian Callahan's gone, we'd like to promote you. You would be the next guy up um, from quarterback coach to the offensive coordinator. But I know that they do like those internal hires and they do value Troy a lot. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if that is an option if you lose both of them.
0: That's where I land, but maybe they do look to... So I'm lost on an external offensive coordinator candidate because mm-hmm. even though I think Brian could be gone, I've just had in my brain like, yeah, they'll promote pitcher, move some guy to quarterback coach, like we move on. <laughs> but then some of, with the pitcher getting Saints OC interviews, it's like, oh, hold on, what, what does happen? Who are these outside offensive coordinator candidates? Do I need to brush off uh, the... <laughs> The name list here, I need to, you know, do a little uh, dusting. of like, let's see who's out there. (laughs) It's not the same guys as a long time ago.
1: Does does Zach call his friend over at the Seahawks? The OC? Shane Waldron? Yeah. Say, hey, you want to come over? You want
0: to come over? I think he's done a good job in Seattle. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of interesting stuff they've hit. And Gino's resurgence was a lot of Shane Waldron's stuff. And Gino, too, obviously. But, yeah, I'd call him up. I mean, like, he probably wants to be a play caller, right? Because it's what he's doing.
1: Well, if you tell Shane, how about you come over? You you have one good year with this offense and Joe Burrow. You're going to head coaching interviews next week or next year. You're going to be fine. I mean, it's like, not next week because we want you to be a on- good
0: week. And come on.
1: <laughs> we need we you. But I still feel like they they disrespect the guys in the building. If you lose all of those guys, we're not really hearing anything for Troy Walters right now when it comes to offensive coordinator interviews. Uh, Dan Pitcher, I've only heard one, and it was the Saints. Yeah. Um, overall, I, I would say it's going to probably be an internal guy. But, yeah, there's, there's guys that I'm sure Zach could, could give a phone call to and say, look, I'm going to be the caller. I'm going to be the main one. But you're still going to be a big part of this offense. If we have a good year on offense, you're going to get the interviews next year come join us for a year. Let's see what happens. Um, You know, it is something to think about. And, and while I don't, I'm not, you know, who on get Brian Callian out of here. I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what would happen, you know, maybe maybe changing a little bit of things up behind the scenes. It's still Zach Taylor's offense, but.
0: Yeah. The most likely outcome here is they promote pitcher and run the same offense. Like true. they're always going to run the same, even if they brought Waldron over, they're running the same offense. Mm-hmm. They just might have some new ideas, new ideas with it but they're not going to suddenly become an eye formation downhill gap. They are a gap running scene, but they do it from the shotgun. They don't have a fullback, you know, they're not, they're not going to start doing, they're not going to become a Shanahan offense, even though Zach has roots in that personnel issue there and what they have leaned into what Burrow is comfortable with and best at. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I, I don't one. I want them to run this offense, maybe wrinkles here and there. I want them to get under a while. I want them to, you know, add a lot of the stuff in that we talk about, but I I don't think the best way to use an elite quarterback is to put them into the Shanahan offense. And I I feel like you can see that just look at what McVay did before and after set, like before Stafford was wide zone. Like the quarterback is just a cog in the machine he gets Stafford and suddenly we're going empty. We're going to, we're going to throw seven step drops all the time. We're going to drop back a lot. We're still going to run the ball. And I think that's like, they're still running the ball efficiently. I think that's the big thing that misses in this Bengals offense. is like, they don't have an efficient run game. They did last year, but it wasn't explosive enough. It was just keeping them ahead of the chains. So you need a good run game to on any NFL offense, but that, I look at, like, McVay would be my ideal, like, what I'm looking at and trying to do. And they don't have the personnel for that even. So, I don't know. I uh I, McVay's not running that 2018 Rams offense anymore. He's running a Stafford offense. It's the same with the Bengals. They don't run the wide zone offense anymore. They run the Burrow offense, and they're trying to push and pull and the give and take of coaching versus quarterbacking. And, like, they go under center, you know, take some easy plays, take some layups. Let's do that. It's going to help you versus Burrow being like, I'm more comfortable back here. So I think they're going to push him into doing it. They did it when he was healthy. I think the calf threw everything off, but we'll see. I don't know. Like I, 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 it's going to be the same scheme no matter what that's, that's the, in theory, that's the great thing about having a play calling head coach. He's not leaving for a head coaching
1: job. And that's why I don't think it's like, I I said it before. I think people forget where this offense was when Joe Burrow was healthy. He wasn't healthy the whole, the full season. It was the middle part of the season. You look at the bills game, you look at the Niners game. You can even look at some of the Texans game. I mean, the Texans game, he was healthy, but there was an opportunity to win that game. Their offense was really good. It was really fun. It was start and stop when he was dealing with the calf injury. And then obviously when they lost him, in the Ravens game. So I, I, I'm not down on the Bengals offense. And um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I know Joe Burrow when he talked to the media a couple of weeks ago, right when the season ended, he, he admitted, he's like, look, we have to get more explosive in the run game. And Joe's had a chance to sit back and watch more football than he normally gets to. Um, because he's watching other NFL teams. He's watching this offense from the sideline, obviously in the meeting rooms and just kind of seeing the difference and things that he's going to have to adapt to that he's going to change. Um, but I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see. The decision will be made in the next month. You know, if Ryan Callahan's coming back, maybe in the next week or two, or if uh, Dan Pitcher gets that offensive coordinator job, I I just kind of lean towards it being an internal situation, but for this whole entire staff, you know, you root for the best. These guys deserve the opportunities. The Bengals have been lucky to keep the staff together for five years. Uh, I know, obviously, Frank Colling didn't. He wasn't here for the the whole five years. And we'll, we'll see what that looks like for the run game offensive line coordinator. If anything changes with that going into 2024, uh, Lou Anarumo, no interest.